All right, so we're going to start. So we're up to Dafnun Zayin. It's really only one Ahmed, because Ahmed Bey's is there's an introduction to the, to the next few Prakim. But we'll start from Tan Rabbanon, three lines down. Ben Hoyin Nasan Peel Yerek. So we talked about in the Mishnah that you don't give Peya for vegetables. Now, the reason why you don't give Peya is because Peya, peya any Peya f- vegetables or fruit, is excluded from giving trumas and maestras. So once you go ahead and designate it as peya, you're being very nice, being very virtuous, you're being a great tzaddik, you're giving peya to the Nehem, but on the same time, you're taking from the Gehanim and the Levium fruit that goes ahead and belongs to them, and therefore, you're not allowed to do it. So he said, Tarun Ben Bahayin, this guy's son, Bahayin's son, gave peya for, for, vegetable, for vegetables, so he left the, 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 the corner of the field for the Nehem. But his father came to the business one day. He comes and he sees a bunch of poor people walking out with his vegetables. Sitting by the, by the entrance to the field. Hagina, the field. Go ahead and take off. Please put the vegetables back down. I'm going to give you back two times the amount of chulin that I went ahead and I took off chumas and ices from. Why did he do this? Because he didn't want to go ahead again and... Um, blindside or take away um, vegetables that went ahead and needed to, to take off trumas and mices to give to the Kayan and to the Levi. So therefore, he went ahead and offered them double. Not because he was cheap. Because you don't give pay for vegetables. So he said, the reason why he told them Daniim, don't worry about it. I'm going to give you a doubled amount right now. It's not to show them that I'm, that I'm not a cheap guy. It was more than that. He wanted, he, he, he wanted that the Neem should trust them. Not that he should say, oh, I'll get back to you. You know, somebody says they'll get back to you and they don't get back to you. So that's what it was over there. Tanur Rabbanan. At the end of the day, so there are skins that come on the animals. And the skins were worth money. So take the skins and put it in the base of Parva, in the base of Middash, so whoever, whichever Kayan's family clan was their Mishma for that week, they would go ahead and take the skins. So you had the big guys, they'd go line up first, they didn't let anybody else get in, and they'd take all the skins because they were very valuable. So they go ahead and give it out only on Erev Shabbos. And Erev Shabbos was a time when the Mishmaris used to go ahead and switch, so you had multiple Mishmaris there. All the Mishmairis he be able to go ahead and come and take from the skins. So you had the, obviously the Gdeilakun, whoever was connected politically up there, whoever it was, he used to go ahead and take it. He used to strong arm people and take all of it. When that was, the Bailam went ahead now becomes So they have to sell it in order to get the money for the value of it. They went ahead and made plates of gold. They were able to go ahead and cover the whole Hechel with from the money they made from these skins. Which was the size of an Amma by an Amma, the thickness of a dinner Zahav. When it came Yantiv time, they used to put it on the steps that went from the Ezra's Nashim to the Ezra's Yisrael. That's where the Levim used to play their instruments, those steps over there. And they go ahead and line them up to show Klai Yisrael. How the craftsmanship of the work that was done, that it was done to perfection. Tana Abishol Oimer. So Abishol said another story. Let's see. 
There were very expensive trees, sycamore trees in Yerichai. And there were people that were very, you know, the, the mafiosi used to go ahead and cut them down. The bottom got up. And they were maktish them. So now it's hegdish. All of a sudden, they, it's interesting. People were comfortable going ahead and stealing from their friends, but they weren't comfortable stealing from, from hegdish. So, so they gave it to hegdish. So, Oily me based, so what happens? They gave it to Hagdish, they stopped taking them. A similar case, we're going to talk about cases where the, a, um, the Kayan Godel's family would go ahead and take advantage of the fact that he was in this position of power and take whatever they could, freebies they could, out of the base of Migdish. Let's see. The Gemara says, um, similar, they said, Oily me based Baisus, Rashi's base Baisus was a, again, a Kayan Godel. Oily me alosam from their sticks, from the weapons that they used to use to go ahead and people get people to do what they want. Oily me beis chanan, oily me lichishasam. Lichishasam Rashi says they used to give bad eitzes. Oily me beis korsis, oily me kumasam. Right, and Rashi says they used to write. They had, they had a very sharp pen. They used to write very nasty letters. Oily me beis shmol ben pichai, oily me agrufasam. Shem kahanu gedolim. He says that again we oily from the house of shmol ben pichai. Because they were very strong. The children, they were the, they used to write the checks, right? They were in charge of the treasury. The son was a Marklin. A Marklin, Rashi says, like a CEO. So Marklin, Amar Kula Piv, and Nechta Kaltzerich Hegdish. Everything was done through him. Whatever he said went. So this is the son in laws over there. And their, their servants used to go ahead and chase the nation with sticks. The point is they ruled with power. And they basically controlled everything that went in and out of the base of Mikdash. So, oily, Tanabon, Arba Tzvacha Azara. There were four times Azara, means the base of Mikdash, cried or screamed. What were they? Rishoyin Atsimi Kambene Eli, Shetimu Heich Lashem, right? Bene Eli, to get out, they asked Bene Eli to leave. Because they were Metame Heich Lashem, because we know that Bene Eli used to go ahead and eat all the meat, kept all the meat from the, from the Kabbalahs from themselves. Oit Tzvacha, Tsimi Kanye Sachar, Ish Kfar Barkoi. We know that when it came to the avoid in the in the base of Middish, there couldn't be a chatzitza. So your feet had to be exposed, your hands had to be exposed, and he used to wear like silk gloves on his hands. That should come in. Tamida, who's a talmud, shapinchas of ten pinchas, he shams for he should be Mishamus Kulinik Doyla, right? Now, it's interesting over here is, we mentioned before that Oilimi basically So Rashi says he himself was kosher, but his surrounding family wasn't so, so he was a good guy, but his family members were mafiosos. He was the good kid, you know? He was the kid that wanted to, the, the, you know, in the, in the family, they wanted to, want to become a lawyer or a prosecutor, you know? So he was the good, the good, the good one. Um... This purpose, they want him to be in the base of Middash. We'll see why. He would go ahead and eat 300 calves. The Shoy said, you know, this guy ate like a bucher. The Shoy said, you drink Gimel Meyer's Garbiyayin. He drink 300 barrels of wine. But Oichel Arboim Goizolas. He didn't discriminate. He liked chicken as well. He go ahead and eat 40 saw of, um, of bird's meat, either with the, app, with the appetizer or with, for dessert. 
There's never noise in the base of Middash. Why? Because whatever was there, he ate. That's what he said. The Zara said, Go ahead and bring the Yeshiva Bochum in. This way, you won't have a problem of noise. My Salka baby, Sacha Ishkfar Barkoi. What was the story with Sacha Ishkfar Barkoi that they wanted him out? Right? Amri Malka Umalka. So Rashi said, is referring to the Malchus of Beis Chashmanoi. So the Malka is the king and the queen that were still from the leftover, the Chashmanoi, which you know toward the end of, the end of their reign were pretty corrupt. Havayas, they're sitting. Malka Amra Gadiyo. The king said that a goat is better. Malka son, the queen said, Imrayoi, that a sheep is better. Amra Man Muchach. Right? Koyen Gadol. The Kamesi Kabonis. Let's. Who's going to go ahead and decide? The Koyen Gadol. Because he would go ahead and bring a carbon every day. He'd bring the carbon Tomit. Let's see. Also, you. Achve Biyode. So he came and. Rashi said, Belashen Tsoik. You go ahead and show which one he bought. Igadi Yoy. Yosik Litamida. If the. Right? If the. If the kid is better. Meaning the goat. Then why don't we bring us a carbon Tomit? I'm a Malko. So the. Mela said, Being that he wasn't scared of the king, we should go ahead and cut off his right hand. And the Achrenim already say, Why did he get punished? His hand should be cut off. Because he went ahead, his Meshamish, we said, with the silk gloves, which is inappropriate. So it was a bizarre for the base of English. Therefore, his Midah was to cut off his hand. Yav Shoichad. So he went ahead and paid off the executioner, the guy that came with the, you know, with the big butcher block knife to cut off his hand. Upaskal is smiling. Instead, he cut off his left hand. Shama Malka, so they heard. Upaskal is smiling. He cut off his right hand too. Ama Yosef, Brich Rachmana, the Ashkala Yisachar, Ishkvar Barkoi, the Mitrifsal Minei, Bahay Alma. This guy's lucky that the Rabbanish Shem paid him back in this world. So the Chsam Sefer explains what does this mean. It means that he's blessed that a Kiddush Hashem came out through him, that people saw how it was inappropriate to wear these silk gloves, but mainly he got punished in this world. Omar of Asi, Sach Ishbar Koy Loitonamas Nisan, he didn't learn a Mishnah. The town we learned Shimonoima, Kafasim Koydin Leizim. Two ways to better take a canvas to make a sheep rather than a goat. But Kalmakam, Yacham Neshem of Charim Beminam, I think this is better. Tamaloima, in canvas Yavi, Karbone, Malamit Shishtem Shkulam. So the Pasuk seems to say that they're both equal. So the bottom line is, is we have a Bryce straight up that says that Kafasim is Koydin. Ravinam, I feel like Kroy, Nami like Kroy. There's no Pasuk. Specifically by Karmachatis, it says, Im Keves Im Ace. First, says, the Pasuk says Im Keves, he's going to bring a sheep, right? And two Pasukim earlier, a couple Pasukim earlier, it says Im Ace, if he brings a goat. Yibayi Keves Lysi, Yibayi Ace Lysi. He's the option to bring either a goat or a sheep, so you see none of them are really better. So he didn't really have a right answer. But the bottom line is, is that a Kiddush Hashem came out through him, through this story over here, with these king, the king and queen of the Beis Chashmanoim, that were arguing over, which meat is better meat? Is it better to have a lamb chop? Or is it better to have a goat chop? And the bottom line is, he went ahead and lost his hands because he was Mishama Shakula by, by wearing these silk gloves. Hadra Allah Makum Shanahagav, a silk Allah Pesach Rishan. Now it's an interesting end over here, a silk Allah Pesach Rishan. Why does it say Pesach Rishan? So the Rishonim explained that really, that up to the times of the Goyenim, there really, there was two Mestaktas Pesachim. There was the first four Prakim, and the last Perik, which is probably the most famous Perik in Shas, of Arve Pesachim. That was one Masechta. And then you're going to have the next four prakim of Tamad Nishchat through the ninth Perik that go ahead and was the second Masechta. It's called Pesach Sheni. Why was it the second Masechta? In Meir Shem, it's going to talk about the Kachim component of a Pesach. Let's remember, Pesach itself is a carbon. 
So the Pesach itself is a carbon, so it has to go ahead. It's going to be a. It's going to be. It's going to be a. It's it's a really. We know the default of a Pesach is a shlamim. It's kachim kalim. So just to give you a quick, we'll do a quick introduction, a thirty second introduction. Now, if you want to learn this, uh, the second half of the page, you can. But just a thirty second introduction. We know it's kachim kalim. So you can shecht it anywhere in the azara. They shechted when they shechted in the azara. You go ahead and. Um, you go ahead and spritch it on the Mizbeach. There were four avoidance of the Kabbalahs. There was a Shechita, there was a Lacha, which is the, the Kabbalah, getting it in the, in the Keli. There was the, um, the Lacha walking to the, the Mizbeach, and then there's the Zerika spritching on the Mizbeach. But a carbon, a regular carbon, they'd spritch on the Mizbeach, and the leftover, they'd pour on the side of the Mizbeach, they went into those holes, they went out to Nachal Kidron, which they would go ahead and sell. But over here, by the carbon Pesach, it was enough just to be Shechit, just to pour it on the side of the Mizbeach, inside the Mizbeach, that would be enough. We would bring thousands of carbon Pesachs that one night, and they have a very short time to do it, which we'll learn to mention tomorrow, what the time frame to go out and shaft all these carbon Pesachs were. And um, the Allah of carbon Pesach is, is it has to be eaten tzli, it has to be roasted when you get back home, it has to be eaten on Nuyav, it has to be eaten as part of the Chabura, to whoever was counting the Chabura before the Shechita. And of course, the last part, the most important part, is the default of a carbon Pesach is a Shlomim. So carbon Pesach, Shlomim is a Shlomim. Okay, we'll stop here. Shkoyach. Thank you, have a good night.